video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Hello and welcome to the last episode of the year, episode number 52 to be precise. We have taken no breaks and churned out an episode every week for you, even in the midst of a pandemic. So we hope you have enjoyed listening and stick with us as we head into 2022. As always, I'm Jessica and I'm joined by Craig and Andy. Hello. 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 This week's episode will deviate from the usual schedule as we'll be reflecting on the past year and discussing our top games of 2021. Before we do that though, let's have a quick Christmas catch-up. How are we both? Good. Yes, fine. Not feeling fit. Did we have a holly jolly Christmas? Yeah. Oh, we saw Christmas. Happy jolly Christmas. Happy holiday. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's I don't know what I was saying to you when I was coming home tonight. Like we took out we've already got our decorations down, which we do usually quite rapidly. That's surprising for you. Once Christmas is done for me, it's done. I love the build up to it, but after I'm done. Mm. Plus it's Ern's birthday on the thirty first, so we always have have it down before before her birthday. And yesterday was the the perfect time to do it, so uh, because I was going back to work today. Did you share a tear? Like I, like, the tree back in the <laughs> like I say, I it's a bit sad, but see honestly, see after Christmas, like it's just I don't I love Christmas so much, I see after Christmas, it just feels like a reminder that it's a year till Christmas again. So I just So after Christmas I'm just I am I'm I'm alright with going Your down. Still up. That's not a Christmas wreath apparently. Oh. That's just an, that's an all year no, round the, the Merry Christmas so, bit. Is oh, is it? Still there, yeah. That's a fuck. I mean, it's a love heart. Is it what kind of operation are you running here, Jess? <laughs> is that a real one? No. No, no. no. That's do. far too much upkeep. Well, you don't have to do anything. You just buy it and then it runs out. Aye, but then you've got a. Oh, it's it's kind of shit, but it's not shit enough to throw out where you can just get one that from a distance looks real and pristine. <laughs> Well, I never had one decoration up. How about that? That's very upsetting. Not only is it upsetting, but it's something that I didn't know prior to starting this podcast. <clears throat> Not one decoration. I've got a tree and everything, but it's just... I'm never, even, I'm never even in the living room. I'm only going there to put the stuff on the winter deck. That's my laundry room. We'll put it up in a room you're in. <laughs> Seconds me. How did Christmas dinner go? Christmas dinner was fine, eh? Well, you would say that. I should be asking your sister how it went. She she's, probably tell, she's probably telling a very no, different but, tale. Her, my little niece Emma and her boyfriend all enjoyed the dinner. They were very thankful. Right. I was a wee bit annoyed. Not stressed, but I was <coughs> cooking in somebody else's kitchen, mm. which I knew uh, she didn't have certain things, and I was like, I must take that and that, that and then I forgot half the stuff. Oh, no. Uh, so I had to like, make do with things. Like a tiny little pot, I had to put like fucking Brussels sprouts and 
Yeah, I think we are probably going to have a similar, a similar problem next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we usually host Christmas, but I don't think we're going in next year because mm-hmm. it's we're getting married three days <laughs> after. <laughs> By this day oh, next year, we will be married. What's that? I was planning to come to next year's. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, you can still so come. Fucking you can still come. I mean, I'll not be here, but you can come. <laughs> uh, aye, so I don't know. What, but I imagine if it's if it's the still with the same people, then what we'll be doing is, I mean, they're not going to cook. No. So we'll have to either cook there or cook here and take it over. Mm. So what? I will have a, a similar issue. A similar issue next but anyway, year, did you get did you get any new games? No. Did you? No. No. Maybe <laughs> you'll get something for your birthday soon. Maybe. for January, folks. Yep. Send your presents in now. It's never too early. It's never too early. <laughs> I tell you something that did happen at Christmas though. Jess got really drunk. Oh, I didn't think you were going to bring this up. Uh, I, did not, I didn't get really drunk. That's the thing. I had four drinks, but I had the worst hangover ever on Boxing Day. No, what you did was you let my cousin pour the four yeah, drinks. Yeah, and exactly. as it turns out, when we got after she drank the fourth drink, she went through to find that. No, heart. I hadn't finished the fourth drink. The fourth drink was too strong, so I went through to put more lemonade in it to right. weaken it. Yeah. And then I noticed the bottle of gin was empty, and I'm like, ah, that's why it's so strong, because she's put the rest of the bottle in. And she started with over half a bottle, and Emma's managed to pour four drinks <laughs> and used over half a bottle. So you had half a bottle of gin? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you're a bit tipsy? I was okay, I think, because I pretty much went to bed the day after. Yeah, I didn't, to be fair, I didn't even notice you were that drunk. Yeah. I, I noticed the next day when you couldn't lift your head up off the couch. Mm-hmm. And I was single parenting for the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, the tales oh, I could tell. Was it was honestly, honestly. <laughs> it was a struggle. Your woman was uh, struggling. She was. So was I. How old were you? I had two kids to look after. Um, you don't drink. I know. I wish I did at that point. <laughs> <laughs> drive you to drink. But yeah, there was there was some interesting... We did have some gaming-related gifts, obviously. Nathan got an Xbox from Santa mm-hmm. that he's very chuffed with. Did you just get stuff with each other? Aye, we just get each other wee things. So just mind and See, when you've got kids, ah. you, it's all about the kids. Mm-hmm. Bastards, <laughs> a lot of them. But um, yeah, so Nathan got an Xbox and he got a Pokemon game and Aaron got one of the LOL games. That is honestly, Shite. it's fucking atrocious. <laughs> you get these things called LOL dolls, they're like wee two inch miniature dolls, like yeah. girl and boy dolls. More than that in a minute. Imagine a pop but smaller and an actual toy and not just something that sits in your shelf. Can, yeah. can you like that? Yeah, with loads of little wee accessories <laughs> and stuff like that. So they've made a couple of games. I don't even know who the developer is, but shame on you. Because it's so bad. Honestly, this is shitty platinum levels of yeah. bad in it. Did you try it? A wee bit, yeah. I could not believe it's that bad. It's like a 3D game where you're walking about and doing tasks for people. It barely runs. You can like walk through items. Like it does no mission markers. There's no. It runs about four frames a second. It's fucking awful. 
it's yeah. really bad. I mean, she seems she seems relatively happy so, with see, it. See, to be fair, though, my God. That, is, that is the older one. There is a newer one that's came out this year. I don't think it'll to be To coincide better. with the movie. But... I can't imagine, unless it's a different <laughs> developer. <laughs> aye. But, and I did you see my picture on Twitter? What one? With the doll. No, I don't think so. So, she got one of these, she got a bunch of these LOL dolls, mm-hmm. and she's opening them up, and she's like, this is a boy one, mum, or whatever. All right, and she, and she was like, look, it's got a winky. They oh, had, I did see that. They put a yeah, cock I seen that. on this fucking two-inch doll that's for children. That was weird. Why would you do that? And it looked very weird. Yes. It was like a wee trumpet. It was, like, it was at the bit you blow a trumpet. It's a half mast. Let's not beat around the bush. Right? <laughs> right? It was weird. It's not quite up, it's not quite down. Yeah, it was strange. But it's there. It is very much there. <laughs> and I um, I don't understand. Why would you do that? For It's not as if it's like, oh, it's for... Like older children or anything like that, it's for young children. Somebody's designed that and had to add it in. Yeah, and the, there has been a couple of the dolls that have been, what's the word? Recall, not recalled. Recalled. Or like recalled. taken off the shelves yeah. because I think. They were colour changers? They were like colour changer ones, but you, when you put them in water, but then it revealed them wearing like sexy lingerie. Um, so yeah really age appropriate no. No. no and so what's the bigger ones of the LOL dolls OMGs OMGs right OMGs. I mean it's the most millennial thing ever but so she got a couple of them as well and she's like dad you won't have much experience with this but like when she brings over like a Barbie or something like that and she's like can you put this jacket on it mm-hmm. fuck me does it take an absolute mission to get this jacket on because they <laughs> always just fit so you're like right. try to bend it in without snapping the doll in two and so she's asking me to put clothes in this OMG doll and I'm like I try to get it and I was like why do I keep like bumping my hand in this it's because the dolls get nipples like, I don't know if you, you have much experience with Barbie dolls, but most of them have, they've just got, they're like mannequins, do you know what I mean? They have, like, a figure, but it's just yeah. rounded. This yeah. thing's got a fucking tipping end it, and I'm like, why is that there? And then it's got painted on small underwear. And I'm like, why? These kids do not need to see this. Why have you done this? This creates questions. I know. But you don't really want to be answered. No! Especially when you're four-year-olds running about going, this one's got a winky to everyone that comes in the house. Yeah, I mean, more the fool us for buying them and not having realised that's the situation. Right, well, I didn't realise that they had yeah, that. Me neither, to be fair. You never guess what happened today. What happened? You were at work? Aye, that was a bit of a bastard. But, uh, so at one point, at my work at the moment, or between Christmas and year, it's kind of skeleton shift stuff. Like, a lot of people are off. Mm-hmm. And so the people that are in are travelling large distances and stuff like that so a guy come in and I, I, I maybe recognise his face I've maybe met him once before I don't know and um, I just got talking to him and uh, after about five minutes he was like you're not Craig from Pure Dead Gaming are you? No way Honestly Fuck off. Honestly <laughs> He must have heard it from someone he said he hadn't but he was like are you? Are you? And I was like he's like that's going to sound before I said it he was like if you're not, what I've just said there's going to sound really weird. And I was like, <laughs> no, I am. And he was like... It is I. And he was like, right. <laughs> and he was like, right, because I was talking to someone. They did say that um, your partner's called Jess. 
and that's what made me twig. And I was like, right? And he was like, I've been listening to the podcast. That's that nice. So, I mean, he might be someone, I mean, when I say I work with him, like, that's not how it works at my work. Like, there's thousands of employees. We don't know, hardly any of us know each other. Like, so, uh, like, to me, that's one step off being noticed in the street. Yeah. I was like, that's Queen, pretty cool. Queen's uh, um, And to my face, certainly, had nice things to say. Probably thinks we're assholes. Probably thinks we're assholes. I didn't even get his name. I was talking to him for like five minutes, but I didn't get his name. So, hello, yeah, mystery man yeah, from Sunra. <laughs> Next time, let me know your name. What's everyone we're up to, apart from Christmas? Sadly, I'm waiting for New Year, big party. Huh. Wait. It's been cancelled, mate. Oh, I've been fired too. Alright. Both the cats going? No, just me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've invited the cats? No. We don't do a New Year down, no, do we? No, I think we It's years since I've done New Year. Just, just, I mean, we had a child on you. New Year's Eve and that no, kind no. of scuppered things a little bit. That, is that when you had... Yeah. Well, if that's when our birthday is, it's, it's, we celebrate. Aye, aye. Yeah. So that's yeah. when she was born, aye. Yeah. She was born early in the morning. Um, there was no way I was hanging on there for, you know, to get the first baby of the year. That wasn't happening. No. She just hopped mm. it out. But yeah, I was... I mean... It was actually not too bad the day she was born because we went in about. She was born at like quarter to ten. She was born about twenty minutes after we got there, and then we were home for lunch. Yeah, wow. that was pretty good. That yeah, it's like a drive through. Got my New Year's Eve Chinese. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did but you I make, did you make your own way to the hospital? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Massive pair of driving. We take for granted so much that. Um, like you didn't use it obviously, but like if you go in an ambulance in like America, that it costs like five or six grand. Oh, no, yeah. and people have to have like payment plans to yeah. prepare for a kid. Mm. Oh, aye, thousands they, of pounds. Every time you do something like that, that we totally take for granted. Yeah. NHS is amazing. Yeah. Um, it costs so much fucking money. That's insane. Know. We were a relatively cheap one though, because we had no drugs or no, you know what I mean. Like if you get no. an ep- if you get an no. epidural or something like that, then obviously yeah. that you know uh, escalates costs or a, mm. a section. You didn't even do it. No, nah, there was no time. She was out too. Just, Done. Done. I'm coming out. <laughs> no world. Uh, and she's been the light of my life ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Say that with a bit more cheer, Craig. I mean, just just when I was mentioning when, when I'm mentioning drive-through uh, births, there I went through. Did you see on Twitter earlier? I went, I went through the drive-through. No? no, but I saw it on our bank account that you. Right, aye, nothing yeah. gets fucking past you, does it? There's <laughs> uh, yeah, notifications. Aye, like so cost coffee nine fifty. What's this? Uh, well, no, this was another one. I was I two drive-throughs today. <laughs> uh, at lunchtime, I needed something to eat, something by KFC, and. Uh, Oh, just just to interject, I got him a nice wee Jurassic Park lunchbox. I know, I'm looking forward to using that. So that this situation can yeah. be avoided in future. Yeah. But also, it up. as it turns out, Rage and I never took my straws oh. that you got me. Oh, yeah. Because oh, cool. I, got, I, I got a crush them, and they never even had, you know how when you get a crush them, it's like the thicker straws, because mm-hmm. it does have like... And it opens up at the... Aye. Well, they didn't have any, so she's like, I've only got a normal straw, and I'm like... How am I fucking supposed to suck it up through there? So I had to just drink it like a normal drink, which was weird. But also, when I was going through the drive-thru, like the last time I went through that one, I like a wee bit of like salt on my chicken my chips. Mm-hmm. And usually, you know how like, when you get stuff, they give you the accompaniments, they give you like a salt or two. Mm-hmm. Well, they hadn't done that the last time. So I was like, I made sure to say it the thing. I was like, 
uh, could I get a barbecue? They do like these wee round dips. So I was like, can I get a barbecue dip, a mayo dip, and can I get some salt? Are oh, they dipped baits? No, it's just like they do like a wee round sauce. Like they do barbecue, they do garlic mayo. So she was like, hey, we don't have any oh, garlic mayo. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, right, okay. And I was like, uh, she was like, well, normal mayo do. I says, aye, that's fine. And I said, and some salt, right, okay. So she just put it in the bag. So mm-hmm. I get round there and I open this thing up. I'm taking it all out. I'm like, what the fuck is this? 16 sachets of salt <laughs> she gave me, right? And six. One of those is enough. I know. And six. Eh. Uh, Sachet, the wee sachets of fucking mayo. I was like, what the fuck is this? I think it's because I'm Scottish. It's like, ah, he'll use two of those salts and sniff the other 14. That'll be fine. That'll I think there's a, there's a surprising amount in those wee sachets. That I, I still used four, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, and I'm a bit of a salt connoisseur. But uh, I, he wondered why he was so dehydrated. Aye, but I mean, it means I've got a wee stash. I've got a wee stash for next time. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it was just a bit, just a bit much. Fair play to her, but hope, <laughs> I, hope, I hope nobody wanted salt after me. So next week we will be looking ahead to 2022 and the treasure trove of games that we are expecting to land on our consoles. We want your predictions as well, so head over to puredeadgaming.com where our usual pre-show poll page will be live for you to vote. Okay, and as well as we have mentioned in previous episodes, new for 2022 is a Discord channel. Is that what I call it? Just I believe it is a Discord, Discord channel. channel. As lots of you have asked for it, so that will be going live on the 1st of January. And of course, we'll post out the relevant links on our socials and on the website. So make sure you are following us if you aren't already. We're going to be able to get you on this Discord. I'm not going. Yeah. Is it .gg? Like Discord, it is something like that, yeah. But it's an app. I mean, you just use it as an app on your phone. Yeah. Uh, you never need to go near the website. I don't, I don't think I've ever used the website. We, hopefully, if we get people interacting, we should all go in and interact with people. Well, that's the plan. Yeah. I mean, if it's if it's dead, I'll just shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> if it's just me posting dick pics, then that'll be it. Yeah. If you if you have never used Discord before, it's kind of like a I don't know, like a. It's just a chat room. Chat like, room, uh, so yeah. you, you make your own channel, and then you can have like sub rooms. So I have already set it up. It's just not live to the public yet, and so we've got like a gaming room, a one for if people want to talk about sport, one about TV and films, one for comedy, just things like that. Uh, Are and you going to try and crack some jokes on that? I'm a pretty funny guy. I've got a I've mm. got a whole uh, folder of memes right. that I'm just waiting to unleash <laughs> at the at the relevant time. Uh, I, I do believe there's an 8 gig limit on the videos, so get some compression software uh, should you want to post some funnies, but uh, I'm sure Andy will be all over that. Um, but yeah, it's going to be open to everyone, and we should maybe, the one channel I haven't made up so far is one just maybe for like rules, I mean it's not like it's going to be like strict rules, but anybody with a dick, you're getting kicked out. Yeah. Also, if you're like continuously like just posting over and over and annoying people, you're out. <laughs> Like, I'm, I want it to be a fun place for people to see. If, if you're somebody that's in there and people are unhappy because of your presence, you're fucking out. <laughs> and that's it. So I'll last about a week. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody else is going to have to manage it. <laughs> because, because I'm a bit of an annoying prick. Say it yourself. Mm-hmm.
See, before we move on, mm-hmm. uh, just because you know that story, but I just found it so funny. I need to tell Andy. Um, uh, Lee, my friend Lee, he turned 40 yesterday. And so I, I know, <laughs> fucking terrifying. He's older than me. I'm 36 at the moment. But, uh, uh, he's a couple of years older. It's fucking terrifying. I can't believe that another one of our friends actually survived to 40. Still not convinced I'll make it myself, but um, he turned up. We went down to the pub and he turned up and he I've rarely seen a man so rough, right? He was mm. he's been drinking nonstop for two days, and uh, he was telling a story about how the night before, like Lee's one of these guys, a great guy, but he's one of these guys that see if he sees an injustice somewhere, he just can't leave it. He can't just walk away from it, even if it's got fucking nothing to do with him. Yeah. And so he's in the kebab shop. And this uh, just eat worker comes in to get like some of the stuff to deliver, and uh, the guy behind the counter has been a complete prick to him, yeah. and like Lee's pissed and he's standing there and he's like, "Oh, you can't speak to him like that. That's not nice. Don't speak. Don't speak to him like that." And the guy behind the counter is like, that. "I'll speak to him however I want." And he's like, that. "No, just he doesn't work for you. That's the just eat guy. You can't fucking speak to him like that." So then the guy behind the counter is like, that. "No kebab for you." No kebab. So Lee on a dime. No kebab. <laughs> you can imagine the scene, right? So Lee on a dime, pissed, is just like, eh, no, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry. <laughs> really sorry. Just give, me my, <laughs> just give me my kebab. And the guy's like, no kebab for you. No kebab. And he's like, just give me my kebab. And he's like, no, you leave. I mean, this is honestly, this is a kebab shop that people have been having riots in and have never been barred from, right? But obviously Lee's upset this gentleman and he's like, no kebab. So once Lee realises he's not getting a kebab, he's like, ah, you'll regret this, mate. You've no idea how much money I spend and just eat. And the guy's like, and the guy's like uh, well, they get 40, but just eat gets 40% anyway. So I don't care. I don't want your service. Do they? Apparently, aye. So wow. I thought. It's I, probably not everywhere. It's kind of negotiated, I'd imagine. But I thought, aye. Yeah. So Lee storms out, Fuck right? Yeah. Storms out, goes home, but he gets home and he's like, ah, but I'm still really fucking. He, he paid for the kebab, but the guy wouldn't give it to him, right? So and he wouldn't give him his money nah. back. So he's. What the fuck? I'm surprised Lee left. He left raging, right? He's absolutely raging. So he gets home and he's sitting with his Mrs. Fiona and he's like, honestly, I'm still fucking starving though. So in a drunken mess, he phones up another kebab to get delivered. Not not realising it was the same place because it was the only place that was still open, right? right? But the guy didn't know it was him because he didn't know that's where he'd phoned. So then, pissed, he falls asleep. Right? And at like two in the morning, the doorbell goes and Fiona's like kicking him. Lee, get up, get up. And he's like, nah, nah, can't he move? So Fiona has to get up, goes to the door, doesn't know anything about this story. Pays for the kebab, mm-hmm. brings it in, tries to stir him, can't wake him up. Kebabs. And so the kebab just goes to waste. Yeah. So he's telling me that story and he's like, I, so I just had to fling out the kebab in the morning. And I'm just standing there and I was like, so let me get this straight. You paid for two kebabs at that place. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't even eat one of them and his face just dropped and he was like oh for fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> took him out in one day and then he got a bite not, not a single bite oh good stuff that's great right. okay so as I mentioned the usual features have been scrapped this week in favour of reflecting on the last year and the top games we have played 
They might not necessarily have been released in 2021, but they are our favourites. We have each picked five and we'll take it in turns to share what we've picked and why. Yeah, we'll go descend in order and finish on a high with our number one picks. Who wants to go first? Me? Go for it. Okay. Right, my number five... This is maybe, and it's not a cop-out, but my number five is It Takes Two, which we haven't actually finished. No, we have not. It's the only one on the list that I haven't finished, but it's just, it's brilliant. Like, I swithered, like, I, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but like each year on the website I do do a top ten list, which I have done, and we'll also be going live on the first of this January, mm-hmm. yes. We'll also be going live on the first of January, but... um. I swithered out whereabouts in the top 10 list to put it, but it just kept moving up the list because I just, I don't know, I just, I really liked what we played. Like, we're hoping to obviously finish it over the holiday period, but even from what we've played, like, it's just, I don't, the biggest compliment I can give it is I don't like co-op games. Mm. I don't like them. I like to play games myself. (laughs) I've always preferred solo games, but... It's just so creatively done. It's so clever. It demands. There's so many different mechanics and each time it makes you work together as a team, but in a fun way. It's never a chore. And there's like, there was so many times when we were playing it that like maybe it was a certain thing that like you tried to do, but it was like, right, no, you try that because you're better at doing that. But then it was like, you were better at doing a different bit. And we Mm. sort of, the way you work together as a team, like I just, I love it. Like their last game, a way out, I thought was excellent, and oh, that's so yeah, I so really wanted to play that. We should still do it, honestly. I think we did maybe start it. We did. We done like half an hour, and then yeah, we should maybe. Honestly, I, I absolutely loved it. The story was brilliant. Like, I, I, one thing I would say, gameplay wise, I think uh, it takes two is better, but and by the end of it, maybe the story is also better I, I do like the story in it takes two but i just i like that more grounded story and a way out but i mean it's there's no doubt it's it's a phenomenal game like it, it deserved its game of the years at the, at the game awards and stuff like that and it's one that if you've if you've got someone to play it with i highly recommend it and i also love can it be played it, ha- it is just pure co-op. It has to yeah, be co-op. We obviously played it local co-op, and I just I wonder how mu- how people's experiences differ. Like, I mean, you'd have to have a headset. Mm-hmm. Oh well, yeah, obviously, but yeah. just yeah, I suppose it, it pick your partner wisely, I guess, because if it's somebody who's not, you have to have somebody who's going to stick with you. Yeah, through, and you do you? like. I mean, we did bicker a little. Do you know what I mean? It's very much, it's very much something that you would play with a friend. Yeah. Like, because right, you can't play with somebody. Can you play with people online? I th- yeah, you can play with random people online, but I, I don't think, it, I don't yeah. think it would be as fun. No. Like it's like a lot of the stuff you're doing together is funny, and so I think you need that commonality and that bond yeah. to enjoy it as much. Or between you, both yeah. And another thing that I thought was really good about it, and they did this with a way out as well, was only one person needs to own the game. So I, it was the same thing with a way out. So if one person owns the game, another person can download a free version of it and then connect to them and play it also. That's pretty cool. So that was like a cool thing that they did with both of them. But yeah, that's my number five. Mm. 
Uh, so my number five, this one got kind of mixed reviews to be honest. It's Metacritic score, score is 74, um, but yeah, it's 12 minutes, which if you've not played it, kind of begins with you getting home um, to your apartment after a long day's work and your wife has planned a lovely evening for the two of you, complete with romantic candles. I've seen that, if I get that. I knew, she, I knew she'd find a way to turn this on me. <laughs> uh, and yeah, after a small amount of pleasantries, you there's a knock at the door, a police officer comes in, arrests your wife, and if you and try to intervene, things get pretty heated. To be fair, I've never let somebody arrest you, no, so... No, you've not done that. My protective um, skills are all right, you know? Yeah, instead of waking up in heaven or being greeted by a game over screen, you appear back at the front door and this sort of loop of your wife greeting you cycles over and over and you're just basically like what the fuck's going on and you'll never have a small amount of time to you know before the cop arrives again and then the, the loop repeats so reliving the same period of time over and over makes I don't know I just think it was a really interesting setup it's it's something like I've never I've never played anything like that before um it does start to get a bit tedious kind of quickly but I don't know just gameplay wise it's it's a fairly standard point and click Adventure, I guess. Um, you get stuck, it can, it can become quite tedious, like you're saying. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I just enjoyed it. Like it's, it's surprisingly difficult to work out what you need to do. Um, but I stuck with it because I'm like, I, I just love that. I don't know, mystery and puzzle solving kind of thing. From from watching you play it, like there was a, there was very much like, see, when you did figure out a way to advance the story, you got that rush of I figured it out yeah, now. Now yeah. we're locking something different. Yeah. Aye. Exactly. Um, and like James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, and William Defoe, um, do like a, a great job of bringing the characters to life. And I suppose, yeah, like I say, it's just the uh, the uncovering of a sinister mystery is what is what hooked me. Um, yeah. It's one I want to try and play over the next couple of weeks. It's, we've got quite a slow January coming up before yeah. a mental February. Yeah, you should, because like, it's one of these, you know, there's multiple endings and things yeah. like that. I think there's six different endings. And to be honest, most of them do raise more questions than they answer, I think. Um, but that's kind of the intention of... Um, it's Lewis Antonio's the, the guy who made the game. And I think he takes kind of clear influence from, like filmmakers like Hitchcock and stuff like the ending is designed to spark that kind of discussion and Mm -hmm. have various interpretations so um, yeah I I know certainly it's not been everyone's cup of tea some people have been very much left like that wasn't for me but I don't know as I say I just enjoyed that hook of I need to solve this like I want to work this out yeah I still haven't played a moment of it but I did watch you play a fair bit that's why I never played it at the time because I felt like I watched quite a lot of it so I wanted to leave like a gap before then playing it myself but I liked what I saw um so I know it definitely looks looks cool Uh, my number five is FIFA Ah. it's always in I'm always playing it it's the one you'll put the most hours into over the year so I thought well I know it's a standard What's the word I'm looking for? Annual release. Yeah, like an annual release. There's another word, but uh, it's one of the best FIFAs. Mm. One of the best FIFAs. And there's a, there's a, I just realised there's a couple of settings in the menu that are, they were turned off automatically to make it even better. Um, so right. You can turn, like, I forget what it's all called again, but you know how like, you can have individual stars play even better. Like against right. you, and still like Neymar, yeah, extra tricks and stuff like that. 
انه بزوج تنظف النسيت صرنا فوق وقلنا هون it's just a brilliant game I always plow hours into it yeah so I feel it was only fair to actually add it yeah definitely definitely that's it everybody knows about FIFA so there's not much to say but that's the thing see FIFA these days it it almost it does I mean a lot of the stuff I don't use and you don't use but like Ultimate Team is basically yeah. its own game. Yeah. Vol- Volta is basically its own game. Don't talk about Volta. But still, do you know what I mean? See if you liked it. It's almost a separate game. Nah. And then, like, even Not like, but when you go into like see the house rules, like there's so much different stuff. Like, like see if you liked playing online and you've got the hot potato mode and you've got all this different stuff. Like every time there's a mode, I can't remember what it's called, but every time you score a goal. You get one of the, you get to take one of their players. Oh, yeah. there's, so there's if we played, I, so if we played you and I scored a goal, I'd yeah. be like, right, I'm taking Ronaldo. So then you've got ten players, I've got eleven, right. and then you go and you. I think I think it's so many before you can take their goalkeeper or whatever. But it's just like cool variations. Like that, I just think it, it caters to everything. Yeah. If you if you like football, there's so many, <laughs> there's so many game modes. You're absolutely right. Back to me. Okay, yeah, number four. My number four uh, is one that got, well, many people say got snubbed at the Game Awards. It's Forza Horizon 5. I don't usually, I mean, I've gone from number five that I don't usually like co-op games. Number four, it's not that I don't like them, but I rarely play very much of a racing game. But Forza Horizon's fucking brilliant. The same happened with Forza Horizon 4. Like, I put it on and I was like, right, I need to review this game. I'll play 20 hours or whatever. Whatever's required to make a solid enough assessment to write a review. As it turned out, you ended up doing the reviews anyway, so mm-hmm. I was I was off the hook. But I would put so many hours into it and then just bail. But I honestly think I've put about 50 or 60 hours into Forza Horizon 5. Like, I just... It's so addictive. Yeah. I think it's that Ubisoft dots on the map that whenever you finish a race or whenever you do something you're like oh there's an XP sign just around the corner oh I really like the rally races like I really like the such and such like I just and it handles so well it's got the perfect balance between arcade and sim Mm -hmm. it's not too arcadey but it's if it was a full simulation like that's my problem with Gran Turismo I feel like it's too much of a sim yeah like the last time I played Gran Turismo, if you crash, it's fucking over. Yeah. Whereas I feel like with Forza, every car handles differently. The handles, yeah, it handles like the car each individual car should. But at the same point, if you plow that into a wall, you just fucking reverse and then you go again, and it's yeah. your car's got a dent in it. Yeah. And that's I think what you want. You want it just to be fun. And some people did say like, oh, it's just Forza Horizon Four in a new setting and. Aye, it is. But Forza Horizon 4 was fucking phenomenal. So, I mean, it, the more you change, the more you've got a chance of losing the lightning in a bottle that you've got with it. Mm. Like, I think a lot of people are looking forward to the Forza Motorsport next year, but to me, it's Horizons where it's at. I don't, I'm don't. i not interested. Like, Motorsport's more along the lines of Gran Turismo, and I want that more arcadey feel, and everything about the game is just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. To kind of echo, I've actually also got Forza Horizon 5 as number four. So they are. Um, do you? Yeah. 
Yeah, I just... We should state here that we didn't tell each other what we had before. No, oh, no that's good. Not. Genuinely. Yeah. Oh, he's holding up his bit of paper here to show yeah. us what he's got. Um, I think the reason for me that it's Why not... Why did you just let me go into a big fucking speech well, like just... a dick instead of tired instead of... I was going to say, obviously, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. I think for, for me, the reason it's not higher is just probably because I feel like, despite having played lots of it, I feel like I've not played enough. Um or I've not played as much as I would like to. It did only come out on the 5th of November, so it's not mm, actually been... You scratch the surface. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Can um, you scratch the surface? Well, though? that's the thing. But it's it's easy to go, oh, just have a race or, race or two, and, be, you know, an hour later, you don't even realise it's passed. Like, Do it's... you remember that Sunday? I got up and I was like, I'm playing gaming all day. I just want to play my games. <laughs> I just want to play my games. I was like, I lined the two kids up, and I was like, see the two of you, fuck off. Right, I'm playing games all day. Listen, I didn't do that. Don't call that. Don't. Just I was about to say. Yourself, I was about to go. I was to say, don't call that SPCA. That's for cats. <laughs> uh, don't don't call child services. Wow. I, did, I, did, I, did, I didn't. Say. Cats are all animals I care about. Um, <laughs> but no, I didn't say that to the kids. But yeah, I was like, I'm playing gaming all day, and my plan was an hour of Forza, and then I was going to try. Did you say this to the kids? Sorry. No. My plan was an hour of Forza, and then I was going to try and do all of Call of Duty in one day. Right. And at five o'clock at night, I was like, one more race. One more race. Eight hours later. That's what happens. Yeah. And I just, yeah, like you kind of touched on the setting, but like I just think the Mexico vibe is awesome. And like you say, like it's. They've pulled bits and pieces from previous games, um, just to just enhance to enhance it. Like it's just it's... the good thing about Mexico is it's got everything. It's exactly. got the desert. It's the got the uh, like the UK was good, but I don't think it didn't have. You weren't able to have desert races, but Mexico has like all the different yeah. landscapes that you well, can go cool. Aye, <laughs> so they managed to find a, a climate or a, yeah. a country that has everything. Yeah, it's just so vibrant and beautiful looking as well. So yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's really good. I'd actually put out a tweet earlier today, just saying like, "Oh, what's everyone been playing over the holidays?" And uh, there was one guy got back and he says, "I am just gonna com- I'm going to try and complete uh, Forza Horizon 5. And I was like, "Good luck." Has anybody completed? <laughs> is it possible to complete Forza Horizon Five? Yeah. I honestly, I'm convinced that even once you complete all the races that they've made, that it just like almost auto generates yeah. races. Like, do you know what I mean? They're just fucking always there. <laughs> Um, it is free on Game Pass if anyone doesn't have it and wants to check it out. It's it's there to play. Uh, okay, so we'll swiftly move on to number three then, I guess. And back to me again. Yeah, back to you again. Yep. Yeah, I'm looking at a break here. <laughs> uh, my number three, I sat for longer than I'm willing to admit and uh, I had my top three games and I kept like moving them about and I didn't know, like at one point I had number three at number one, at number two, and I just kept moving them all about. Mm-hmm. But I finally settled on number three is Death's Door. Okay. A fucking amazing game. I haven't on about it a lot. It's so good. It's one of the best, it's probably, <sighs> I don't know if it's the, it's maybe the best indie game I've ever played. It's so good. The gameplay is amazing, and it looks amazing. It's a lot. Can I? I'd say like, I mean, I didn't play a lot of Hades. I was kind of saying to you, but it, the gameplay is kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Um, I just everything about. It, I thought the art style was amazing. I thought like there's people kind of vary. I saw people online saying that they thought it wasn't difficult. They were like, oh, platinumed. 
uh, Death's Door, 3 out of 10 difficulty or whatever. Fuck me, it wasn't a 3 out of 10 for me. Mm-hmm. But I'm not particularly good at games, so I'll bow to their superior knowledge. <laughs> um, but I don't know, Like I felt such an accomplishment finishing it. And I think there will be lots of people that won't find it particularly hard because it is just to do with getting the timing down. But Do you genuinely think you're not good at games? I don't think I'm particularly good at games. Mm. I don't think, like, I don't know, like, I've still never played a Souls game because they intimidate the fuck out of me. I don't think I'd be able to get anywhere in it. I might actually, I've seen a lot of people recently talking about Bloodborne. Have you played Bloodborne? No, everyone says it's the best Souls game or one of the best Souls games, yeah. and I don't know. Like, I'd love to try it, but I just don't think I'm good enough to to do it. Like, you it's one of these historically sort of hard games. Not really, I. But when you say hard, are you talking about like the ability to do button combos in the right way, or do you mean like the thought provoking puzzles? It's, or, you know what's the... it's the timing. Like, see with, like, the likes of Death Door, you have to... It's the timing of getting in, getting your shot in, dodging at the right time, getting away. Like, it's... Well, if you, you love that sort of thing, you would surely love Demon's Souls, yeah. That Well, that's the thing. Playing this has actually made me think I maybe want to give this a try. Yeah. Um, and it made me want to go back to Hades, because, like I say, it is quite a similar game. And, like, I did like Hades. I just didn't have a chance to get that much into it. And I kept... Like, I mean, I've never even seen the first boss in Hades. Like, I couldn't get anywhere near the first boss. Oh, right. Like, if that's a gauge on how good I am at games. Uh, but I felt such an accomplishment managing to get through Death's Door. Like, it's just, it's everything about it. The way it opens up, the way it drip feeds you more abilities, the story, the characters, like, everything about it. I just, it's honestly, it's something that everyone has to play. I need to play it. Uh, you need to play it. It's Unbelievable! I can't believe that it was as good as that. It came out of nowhere. I hadn't. I don't think I'd ever heard of it until the week it came out. I'm sure it'd been shown at indie showcases and stuff like that, but it obviously just slipped past my radar. But mm. it's uh, it's one I would recommend everyone tries. Yeah, so that's my number three. Okay. Okay. Next up on my list is Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury, which I actually had to remind myself was this year because. It seems so long ago now that I played it, but it was it was, right it was year, it? February twelfth that it released. Um, yeah, I guess pretty much every significant game Nintendo made for the ill-fated Wii U has been, you know, it's found its way to Nintendo Switch somehow. Like mm. it's either been like a re-release or remake, and Super Mario Three D World kind of sits in between, I guess, because it's. They've kind of done necessary enhancements, but it's pretty much the 2013 game that was on the Wii U. It was a wise move, but to be fair, because nobody bought a fucking yeah, Wii U. No. And they made these great games for it, and they were like, somebody, needs, somebody needs to play them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah um, but, you know, bundled with 3D World, you're getting Bowser's Fury, which is like a completely new game. It's like a shorter game, very much feels like a bonus world for the... Super Mario Odyssey. Right. Um, like, it's just an, I don't know, an expansion of that. So, see, the, the main game, I didn't even get a chance to play it. I forgot we had it. I'd actually like to try it. Mm-hmm. But is it 2D or 3D? Or both? The, which one? The main game. Well, they're both 3D, yeah. Are they? Yeah. Oh. Um, I didn't know that. It's kind of in the name, 3D Mario. Oh, right, right. <laughs> I could shout. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, with Bowser's Fury, you explore various islands covered in dark gloop, I think it is, goop. 
and there's you know the giant especially furious bowser who emerges from the sea every now and then and transforms the transforms the place into a nightmare of fireballs and lava um as he does yeah um and he's always on at that bowser some places can only be kind of reached when he is in that rage state but i just i think it's kind of a, a what i liked about it is a kind of unexpected I don't know, atmospheric twist on the usual Mario shiny, happy, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, was quite, it was a lot more darker than usual. See, that sounds interesting because it's getting to the point where it's kind of hard to do something different with Mario, in it? Yeah. And the one time they tried, you got sunshine when they had when he had his wee water gun. Yeah. And I liked that. And it did review high, but some folk fucking like violently hate that game <laughs> like they really hate it and Nintendo ever since has been like right Cures fucking we'll, we'll no do that again uh, sorry lads it's <laughs> that went the definitive Mario experience yeah just the like Paper Mario uh-huh. really good games yeah, yeah. They are, they do I had Aragami King that latest one was yeah. great I just think yeah if you're a fan of Mario and you like platformers like it's impossible not to recommend it and for it to be a top game of the year because yeah that you know, you know what you're getting, I suppose, yeah. in a sense. But like you say, I forgot it came out this year, and I completed it. So I feel like I don't know, if, like all the games that I've included, apart from Forza, because you know, like I've, it's games I've completed, and to me that means I enjoyed it that much. That I think that's a dig at my number five, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not in my list because I'm not completed it. Um, but do you know what I mean? I just feel like if if a game's sucked me into the point where I've finished it, then. It's pretty high up. It's pretty high up there for me. Yeah, cool. And it's not even. It's not actually that long, is it? No. Did I be able to fire through it? Aye. It needs lots of fireballs, though. Oh. Cool. No, that's good. Though. My number three is Halo Infinite. Ah. Full disclosure: I'm still playing through it. Right. But I've played enough to know Aye. that it's really good, and it is. Gorgeous, it's so nice. And see some of the vistas and like the the scenes and stuff. Yeah. Where you can see the halo, like you're looking out in the world, and you just see the halo like, in the distance, like kind of like just and then going above you and stuff, and then you see all the planet. It's just amazing. It just looks amazing. Such, such a far cry from all those memes that were going about in it. Yeah. Remember they the did, they showed it off and it would look like uh, shit. The extra year it got and uh, really done it. Justice, I think it was mm. the best thing they could have done for it. Yeah. Um, they needed this Halo to be good, so it was the right thing to do, wasn't it? It is. It is good. Uh, and they've released obviously the multiplayer to be free, so you don't need to buy that, you can just go in and play it. Yeah. Because they're trying to compete with Call of Duty, obviously, with the Warzone, which is free, so you kinda, you're not going to compete if you're going to make your product behind a Halo. Yeah. Exactly, know? yeah. If, I don't even think you need Xbox Live for it. That's what I was going to say. I it? think you can play online without even a subs- any subscription, which that's is pretty cool. good. It's a good idea. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, but I feel a little Not much else to say, but it's just a phenomenal game. Smooth as the, the shooting and stuff. It's just so smooth. It's, it's, it's been well done. I think it's going to have legs as well. Like, I've still to play it, but, like, I was hearing from like a bunch of different people that played it and they were saying like the one thing that they were the one drawback they had to it was 
that it was all the setting for the whole thing was quite samey rather than going to different locales. But the whole point mm-hmm. of Halo Infinite is that it's going to be this sort of Halo hub. So I think you're going to get like expansions with different stories. So I think there will be expansions that then take you to different places. Uh, I mean, it's set the way Halo is. I mean, you're on a Halo ring, uh-huh. and a Halo ring is like just a certain type of world. So it's not going to have like different bit like a volcano. Yeah, it's, it's not like that. You know, I mean, it's more kind of realistic in a sense. Yeah. I could definitely see like a big expansion coming for it next year. I know there's been nothing announced, but I think because I think Forza as well, the next Forza is supposed to be like a platform and they'll keep releasing content for it. I think that's the plan with Halo as well. Rather than make like like a Halo Infinite 2, you'll get like a new campaign added to it, which kind of makes kind of makes sense given the um the fact that it's on Game Pass, so Mm -hmm. they wouldn't necessarily be charging anyway. The way the world is, it's kind of kinda open worldy. I mean it's like a it's quite a big map and then you get loads of missions and you can just tackle them the way you want to tackle them. Mm. So if you want to go all the way to the end and, and kinda of tackle the hardest thing, you're probably not doing very well until you kinda of gear up a little bit. Yeah. But you can go and try it. Oh, right. Or you can slowly make your way there. I like that, and, that's a good um, and start and pick up extras and stuff like that and build your guy up, you know, yeah. build up Master Chief. Um, so it's, it's been well designed, I think. Cool. Okay. Okay, my number two is something very close to my heart. It's Hitman 3. Oh, there's a surprise. Mm. I knew it was making the cut some way. To be honest, I'm, I'm surprised that it's not numero uno. Well, okay. like, as I said, there was there was a lot of moving about. Okay. A lot of, a lot of deals were made. You know, transfer deadline, <laughs> last minute deals right. were made. It's so good. It's so, so good. Um, I think one of the reasons why I gave it number two was because even though like I'm completely in love with it, I can understand why people would just not like it. Mm-hmm. Like if you went in I imagine if you don't like stealth and you went in and tried to play this like a third person shooter, mm-hmm. you'd be like, This broken ass fucking game, it's shit. Because once you get seen and you start trying to shoot people, like you die with you two shots. No, it's I mean, realistic. Ah, it's one of these games where, like, I, the way I play it certainly is I go in and I try to do it stealthily. If I get seen, I restart the level mm-hmm. or I restart my save point because at that point the fun's over. Um, but <laughs> it's it's so good. The story was even good this time. And granted, this is not going to be the same for everyone. But if you own the previous games. You can import all the maps from Hitman One and Two into Hitman Three, yeah. and it also upgrades all those maps to have all the new features of Hitman Three, which is I, they did that the last time as well, and I just think that's fucking it's brilliant. To this, uh huh, and it, and it's so good because you've got a community of people who can create contracts, and they've now got what oh, about thirty odd maps. To do it in, like you make, you could, you could make. Yeah, you go in. And you can make your own maps, and you can make anyone the target. You can, uh, and you can say like, right, you have to kill this person with the candlestick, and and you have to do it in that room, and like, do you know what I mean? It's it's you have to such... kill this guy with an umbrella. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking see that? Oh, that platinum's coming. <laughs> Wind me up next year. I'm trying to have fun. Stop winding me up. <laughs> uh, but um. It's just, it's great. It's so good. And, like, they, act, they just give you so much. Like, 
Some people don't like the massive replayability, but I'm still determined at some point to get that platinum. And that includes like getting mastery level 20 on each one, which is basically having to kill, do every single type of kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's so much fun. Uh, they you all think s- you would do something like make up a contract? I've done it in the past. Yeah, I, I made a like, few. Shit, I made one. Or you yeah. made it and I played it. I can't remember which way possibly. Yeah. But like, can you make up a wee storyline or anything? I don't think. I mean, I, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't done it with the third game yet. They might have added that. But yeah. um, but you can choose like any of the NPCs to be like the target and all that. So it's I really cool. And stuff. I know. I see if they let you do that, though. I mean, you could make it really funny, but people yeah. would just make it too offensive, wouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, probably. Well, you could take. It, it goes through like a quality uh, test to see. I, I would love that. <laughs> I, I, that'd be awesome. Amazing, isn't it? I know. Like, almost like a it's like a a virtual film studio yeah. thing, but you can then play it. That that's that's awesome. I would love that actually. <laughs> that would be amazing. But I mean, so it's it's even got stuff like like people don't really talk about it that much. But I mean, it's got VR support as well. Mm. And when you import the levels from the first two games, you can play them in VR as well. Uh Aha! So the whole thing is VR enabled. And I think the reason that doesn't get talked about is because, as we spoke about before, the PSVR move sticks are not great. But as of the beginning of January, that's it's coming out in PC, and then you'll be able to use actual like controllers that were made in the last decade, and you'll be able to play it properly. And it'll like. It'll be amazing. So it's going to have legs, and yeah, they've already... not for me because the first um, level you you know, the side of a building, and I remember I think I played that. Ah, you, bit you, start, you start like, out in a ledge. Nope. Ah, you start out in a ledge about a hundred <laughs> foot in the air. That's right. It's yep. like uh, that Richie's plank experience. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, just um, an amazing game, and there is DLC coming early next year, adding a new map, mm. and I love it. I just love it. Mm. Hitman is. <laughs> It's something that I think a lot of people, if you have a PlayStation, Hitman, both, I think Hitman 1 and 2 have been on PS Plus. I would suggest if you haven't got any experience with the franchise, check those out because they're exceptional. And then if you like it, their games are always deeply on sale. Okay. My number two was actually released in 2019. And then came to Game Pass in 2020, and it's Lonely Mountains Downhill. Ooh. Um, I, I just felt I, I had to include it because it's just, I don't know, it's it's almost like your FIFA. Like, I just keep going back uh, and just mm-hmm. having a wee go and, yeah. Some of the shortcuts you've found. Yeah. Um, I, I come through like a conservatory and she's like, if I just time this right, if I ricochet myself off this rock, <laughs> then I'm going to land there. And I'm like, fuck's sake, this is like the Matrix. If you haven't seen or played it, um, it's basically just you on your bike hurling yourself down the mountains and honestly it's just so it's just so enjoyable yeah. there's no tricks there's no sideline people watching you no competition bullshit it's just no. there isn't even any music like it's straight up you it's like total ambience in it and yeah. the downhill it's just post- the sound of the bike it's, like, uh, it's mother nature you, no you, it's like waterfalls and yeah. birds chirping and the weather and it's just I don't know I just think the, it's, it's strangely yeah. relaxing and yeah, infuriating at the same time yeah. Um, there are challenges like beating courses and set times without crashing. and It's a challenge for me to get to the bottom. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> and you yeah. can like unlock new stuff, obviously, if you're a bike and things like that. But I don't know. I just think in this day and age, like where every game is just so 
I don't know, heavily monetized and trying to milk you for every penny. It's just nice to play a game that's just simple, simple, chilling, like yeah. They're not, they're not trying to hide what it is. It's, yeah. it's a simple game design that's done well. Yeah. I think I said to you, Andy, like when you first got the Xbox, I was like, oh, I download Lonely Mountains. And I was like, I couldn't explain it, but I was like, see, when you go around the corner, just the way you, <laughs> your bike just kind of like slides out, mm-hmm. it just feels amazing. <laughs> and I know you used to obviously do a lot of mountain biking and stuff like that. And I was like, I know you'd like it because it just, there's something about that just, it just makes a wee, and it just feels <laughs> so, even thinking about it now, I want to go and turn it on. <laughs> Yeah, it's on Xbox Game Pass, like, and the Metacritic score is 80 for that one, so. I've actually had it higher than that, I'm surprised. I wonder, do anyone know if it's on Switch? No, it's, uh, yeah, it's PlayStation 4, Switch, Xbox One. Because it would be quite a cool game on the Switch, like, on the go. Yeah, that's me. Mm. My number two is Resident Evil Village.
In fact, see when I got to that bit, I, I looked up a guide and I was like, where am I meant to go? Because I only want to be doing this for as long as I have to. This <laughs> is biffing me out. <laughs> I don't want to be scared any longer than I need to tell me exactly where to go. <laughs> exactly. And do you know who I thought stole the show was the shopkeeper. I can't remember his name now. He was oh, yeah. fucking brilliant. Yeah. Some oh, of the stuff. The mer- I think he was just called Merchant. The mer- nah, the he Merchant. had a name. What was his name? The Duke. The Duke, that's it. And there was something, I can't remember, I'm probably wrong here, but there was something about him, and I think it was every time you came back to him, he got a little bit bigger. There was some, maybe it wasn't exactly that, but he's a, he's a big boy, Jess, this guy, a huge, he was just like behind this, like he's in this sort of like carriage, and he's just like about 40 stone. But I'm sure, like, every time he just got, like, a little bit bigger or something. And, like, sometimes I would go and I would get stuff off him and then I would take a step back and just watch him. And he would do stuff, like, half fall asleep and then start saying stuff in his sleep and then wake up and be like, why are you still here? But, no, brilliant game. Really good. Do you think they go... Do you think Resident Evil 9 is, like, goes along the same lines? Do you think they stay first person? Mm. I think first person works for fear. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely, in the space of the way to incorporate VR, yeah. it just works better. Uh, I, I was surprised they didn't put VR, mate. Yeah. Because it worked. I mean, it's extra. To be fair, it is extra. I'm, I'm sure, I, I would imagine Sony paid for the development of the VR for 7. So maybe they just didn't for they, 8. They will, I think this is the new way. They will keep it first person. Yeah. I think I think they should. Like it's I love the thought. I love the third person ones, but I think they should keep it first. But the reason that I mean, it's a silent protagonist in in this game. Yeah. It's so that you you more embody that that character. Uh huh. Because when you've got like a especially if you've got a third, uh, not a party, third person, mm-hmm. third person, you can see the guy, and he's talking. He's got his own personality. It's, it's almost like you're, it's watching, it's like you're watching a movie more than it. You're watching somebody else though, mm. but when you have a game like this, you almost put yourself in that position. Yeah. And, it's, and then for a game like this, where it's terrifying, it yeah. that makes it more scary because you feel as if you're there and mm. you're the person doing it. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think the way forward for it is to keep it first person. They've definitely managed to nail horror as well recently because Seven was fucking terrifying as well. Aye, Seven was good. Aye. I enjoyed that. Genuinely scary games. Uh, they've they've reinvented that a wee bit. Yeah. Definitely found a groove again with the games. When you look back to Six and it was like some sort of cover based action third person shooter. Aye. Aye, no, they've done done well to drag it back from the depths. I'll just mention here as well, while we're on the subject of Resident Evil, that our plan is to watch Resident Evil Raccoon City. Welcome to Raccoon City. Oh, right, sorry. Um, which for our next gaming movie, um, so we're back to the you know actual gaming movies and not the festive stuff. We'll slot that in next week. Yeah, we're gonna watch that and well, I've already watched it. share our thoughts on it. We've still to, we've yes. still to. Do it. We need to get the bit with the aliens. Aye, oh, that's gosh. great. Aye, <laughs> fucking penis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have reached the top spot now. Number one. Is that me? We're back to you, yeah. Back to me. Well, this is one I know only I have played, and it's Deathloop. 
Mm. Number one. Yeah, you say you have played it. I have watched an awful lot of it. You have, because I played a fucking lot of that yes. game. Yes. It's like a 15 hour game that I've somehow put. I think it's about 48 hours into. <laughs> just refusing to complete missions. I think he's, as he's mentioned, he's shit at games, so I think he was just so bad at it. <laughs> no, so to be fair, because this is like. <laughs> Eventually, so as I said, I was going back and forth in what position to put these in. But the thing that made Deathloop, I think, go to number one is I played it stealthily, mm-hmm. but you don't have to. Okay. Like, so I feel like it appears to a broader range because you can have a hell of a lot of fun hacking and slashing your way through this if that's what you want to do. The powers are cool. The I love the aesthetic of it, like that sort of like nineteen sixties vibe that they've got going on. It's so colourful. Like, I mean, the game is Dishonored with a different skin on it and a different story, but I fucking love Dishonored. Like, even some of the powers are identical with a different name. Like, you played some of Dishonored, Andy? Yeah. Like, see the see the yeah. telekinesis where you can, like, teleport? Yeah, yeah. Like, that exact power is in it, but it's called something different. I can't remember the name of it. So there is some new ones, but there's some that are the same. Uh, you can link two people together, kill one of them, they both drop dead, that kind of thing. But it's just... I just loved it. It was such a divisive game, and I knew it wasn't going to win Game of the Year, the Game Awards, because it only came to PlayStation, and there was a lot of PlayStation gamers that just didn't want to give an Xbox studio the time of day, because they're fucking inbred. Um, but it's it's brilliant. It's it's honestly so good. I just I loved it every single minute of it. I loved I still to platinum it, so I'm gonna go back. Uh of course it is. Mm-hmm. It's not actually that hard a platinum. I think I I'm not sure what all I've got left, but um because I played it in two separate accounts as well. Um I think actually my main account isn't the one I'm furthest ahead in. So I've probably have you got... moved past me now. You have not uh, I should mention, just when you bring that up there, uh, after last week's discussion, uh, Andy sent me his gamer score, and you were about, what, 36,000 or something? 35,708 or something. Aye, uh, and I'm like 500 behind him. <laughs> so, by episode 53, I plan to be doing a victory lap. Right. So by the end of the year, most likely, you will be... In fact, that would be my goal, end right. of the year. Right. <laughs> Beat that bastard. But anyway, yes, Dishonored. Uh, uh, Dishonored. <laughs> Deathloop. It's it's brilliant. It honestly is. And I know it surprised a, f- a few people as well. There was a, a few people I know that weren't even really interested in picking it up. Uh, one of the listeners, Chris, he doesn't even like first-person games mm-hmm. and ended up getting kind of caught up in the hype and then loved it. I think Absolutely certainly from it. the pre-release trailers and stuff, like, I was quite hyped for it. Like, mm. it, it looked good. And, yeah. It's, it, and it, it was intriguing. The story, it's a good... I don't want to give stuff away, but it does provide a good mystery. Like, you wake up, you've no idea what's going on, and you slowly realise that you're in this loop that if you die, things start again. But it's not necessarily like Hades where you start again with fucking nothing. Like when you get guns and stuff like that, you can, I can't, because it's, it's a couple of months since I've played it now, there's uh, a way you can, you get this material and you can use that to like, if you get enough of that material, you can store that gun. So you can still build up like an arsenal of guns so that each time you start, you have these great guns mm. rather than having to re-get this stuff every time. Forge. Uh, which I thought was a good move. Um and I just love the whole play it your way type of thing. Like, I love when it gives you the option for stealth. 
uh, but also the option to like go in guns blazing if you want. And the setting's really cool. One of the downsides would maybe be that there is only four small maps that you go between, and you do go into each one of these maps a lot. Well, they're big, they're well designed, and there's also there's four time periods. So there's morning, noon, afternoon, and night. And each one of those maps, if you go into them at the four different times a day, then the the layout's totally different. Like, there's one on you go in. If you go at night, there's a party going on. But if you go in during the day, that part is something completely different and stuff like that. So it is four maps, but they make very good use of them. Mm. Um, And, yeah, it's it's just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And, again, now it's regularly on sale and should come to Xbox Game Pass next year. Yay. Okay. My number one is... Best independent game of the year also at the Game Awards, which is Kenner Bridge of Spirits. Uh, uh, what's that? What's you talking about here? Have you ever played Death Store? <laughs> I forgot I got robbed at the Game Awards. Mm. Fucking robbed. Yeah, so Kenner Bridge of Spirits, another game that I fully completed, albeit not platinum, so Craig's pestering me for that, isn't he? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I played on his account. Had to play on his account so that. Can you believe know, she's not course. done it yet? Can you believe that? I've got to feed the kids, get the platinum done. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, like, Sony positioned Kenna as, I don't know, quite a key game coming to PlayStation 5 ahead of launch. Yeah. And I don't know, it was great to see them putting, like, an indie title on the same level as some of the AAA. Yeah, but, yeah, I, but a lot of advertising. It did at one point, but then remember a couple of weeks before launch and they went totally oh, quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like deathly quiet and everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Is this game not coming out? Have they shat the bed? Have they? And then it, as soon as it released, then it all picked back up again and mm. it was everything was great. But yeah, it was that d- couple of week period where yeah. you were like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, that explained. No, no it's so Sony, even Sony. But they did, you're right. Like in the lead up to it, there was like like early on they put so much hype behind it. And then when it came out, they were like so much mm-hmm. hype. But there was that couple of week period where even games journalists on the internet were like they're not sending out codes, they're not yeah, doing anything. We yeah. don't does this game exist? I think I don't know, I suppose that the, the fear was that given it had been so hyped, like it I don't know, might have led to like inflated expectations. So I don't know if that's maybe why they pulled it back a little bit, but because it you know, it looked no man's sky situation. It looked fantastic in mm. all the launch like trailers and things mm-hmm. like that and I don't know, I suppose you just wondered, can they pull this off? But to be I just think they did. Like the the, the yeah. studio have got a background in animation for TV and movies, that's where they came from. Um it just looked like a Pixar. And it film. Did, it did. It just it, it couldn't almost couldn't not look great with the mm. with the team behind it. Um it's just got such colourful visuals, lots of personality, and surprisingly the game underneath is actually good, you know, the there's expressive characters. It almost kind of takes you back to kind of PS2 era, I would say. Yeah. In terms of like platformers. Um yeah. it's linear action adventure stuffed with collectibles, light platforming, combat arenas, all stitched together in a pretty large map. Um I think that was the thing, like going into it it was like, right, from what you've seen, they've nailed the visuals but they've never made a game before mm-hmm. and their whole background is in nailing visuals, yeah. but can they actually make a game with this on our... Is it just going to look amazing mm-hmm. and not play very well? But they, they pulled it off. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it's a straightforward structure, but it's a compelling one that has you exploring every inch of the game for secrets and, all, as I say, all the collectibles and stuff. Um, 
the story itself, you know, it's, I don't know, very much Disney animation kind of story, and I obviously love that sort of thing. You do? Um, watched the new Encanto Disney Plus film today, it was good. Right, um, say a word for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think the level of polish is impressive for a team's debut effort, and I haven't encountered any bugs with it and things, so I think one, to be fair, actually, was one at the end. But yeah. I don't think there I don't remember hearing about a lot of bugs. No, but which is impressive for twenty twenty one alone, isn't it? But remember in the final boss, like I didn't have a health, oh, yeah. a health bar, so I couldn't. Oh. I didn't know the like the health of the enemy. But yeah, um, I because because like you had to do there was like, I mean I didn't really play much of Kenna, but there was like different attacks you could do, and so different enemies would respond differently to different. So some they would be like immune to some attacks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So you're sitting there battering fuck out this guy, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Am I doing any damage?" Because obviously it's the last boss. You're not expecting to take him out quickly, but yeah. you're like, "Am I making any headway yeah. here?" I've got no idea because randomly the fucking power gauge has disappeared. <laughs> yeah, you did well though because I was not. I remember watching that. That was not an easy boss no, fight. Solid, yeah. How long did it take? The boss fight? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. I took it's a good attempt. 20 minutes, half an hour, wasn't it? I took two anyway. I had like four stages or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. It went on a bit. Did it save after each stage? No. I don't <laughs> think so, did it? I don't think so, no. Wow. Because that was the issue when I went back to the very beginning and then I got my health bar back. That's right. I I think that was one of the things. I mean, I can't, again, I can't really remember. I didn't play a lot of it, but they were a little bit. Like, most games now, when you die, there is your game has somehow magically checkpointed three seconds beforehand in the background, but that wasn't the case, was it? The checkpoints so. were a bit sparse. I think so, yeah. Aye. Uh, Aye, yeah, good game, though. So my Drum roll, one's, please. My number one's pretty controversial. Oh. E-Football 2000. Hey! <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. No, mines is a game that was released two thousand nineteen twenty, but recently this year released on Game Pass. Okay. Can you guess what that is? I yes, uh, yes, I can guess what it yeah. is. I think James will be very pleased <laughs> as he gets in touch very regularly to see if you're still playing. Am I right? Yeah, it's Hades. Hades. <laughs> I love this game. This was brilliant. This is this is the game this year that's kind of st- stuck with me the most because it's so surprising. Yeah. I would like you play Resident Evil, and I was I knew what I was expecting with Resident Evil. Yeah. There's a certain game. quality that you know you're getting. Exactly. I knew I was most likely going to enjoy it. I knew what I was what I was up for, but I just downloaded Hades on a whim. You know what I mean? I think it was just maybe you had recommended it, and I went, you know what? It's only like a gig. I'll download it and I'll play it for. 20 minutes yeah when it when it first came out I tried it on PC mm. and I remember being like oh this is quite cool but I need achievements or trophies so I'll wait <laughs> and I think then when I saw it was coming out I was like oh by the way that was quite good and then I you think you must have just downloaded it I just get hooked on it absolutely hooked it's just so like when you die it's so quick you start again and just the whole thing of uh, like losing everything and like the all the power ups you gain throughout the each playthrough is totally different every time. So every you can't like go. Oh, I, I like this move and this power, so I'll use that all the time. 
You can because the power ups that come up are just random, yeah. mm-hmm. so you can choose between certain stuff, but you might not always get the thing that you like. You know what I mean? So it's like uh, those ones that are really helpful more over other ones, but sometimes they wouldn't show up, so you just it was even harder to play. Yeah, through so you'd because, have to adapt. Yeah, uh, you had to adapt to other ways, and uh, and then all of a sudden, like sometimes you're playing through it, and then it would cut to like another uh, another type of like in a room or sort of like another type of boss you look where the fuck's this came from just like out the blue kind of uh-huh. thing because um, it was never the same twice is it like procedurally generated in it no well, the levels are kind of always the same and the, the it's the bosses and all that and, right and the the enemies that are always like a little bit different um, it's just it was so the gameplay was just like really fast fluid Feel, felt really good to play. It was really so good. responsive, felt wasn't it? Really good, just to not shout folk with uh, my hammer. You know I mean, because there was like there was loads of different, I think there's like five or six different weapons. One was like a gun. Uh, one was like uh, swords. Uh, what did you use most? What was your favourite? Uh, mine was about what was that I used? Oh, I used the uh, they were called the gaunt, like the gauntlets or something. Like that. They were big fuck off metal gloves right. that you just punched ah, right. you could do little uppercuts and stuff like that and I, I found those were the best because they were so quick right um, that then the swords but I mostly used those gauntlet things uh, um, you put a uh, lot of hours into that didn't you aye aye and then aye I'll probably download that again play it again because <laughs> the, in the boss We've honestly about six times James has been like, has he downloaded that again yet? <laughs> I'm working on him. The, I'm wearing him down. Play, like, when you get to the to fight the, the boss guy, you're, you're almost half dead getting to that point. Right. And then you're How like, many bosses is there to get to the end? There's, there's one main boss. Oh, really? There's, there's, there's loads of weak kind of, like, mini bosses along the way. See, I don't think I even reached a mini boss. Oh, I'm proper. Yeah. I'm proper yeah. shit at it. So you get better. Aye, I've only played. So I've, I've played for like an hour. Aye, that's the good thing about it. You get better. Yeah. You know I mean, so uh, when I was fighting like Hades, uh, it was hard as fuck. And I remember that time that I beat him. Just that that elation <laughs> that I felt that I beat him, and then realizing, and there was a wee cutscene and everything after it that there's more to it. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you just keep on doing it again and again. There's more story. I feel as if I'd kind of completed it. Yeah. Because you know I mean? at that point, I was like, I like to move on to other games. This is something my life. Aye. Aye. Yeah, but definitely. Definitely for me, deserving of number one. I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to go back to it. I think I'll maybe, I'll maybe get this fucking umbrella off my back first. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll go back to it. Because <laughs> it, it is quite a similar game. Like, like with this door, like, I think I've said this before, but every single time you died, you were like, that was completely my fault, and I know mm. where I fucked up, I know what I did, and I need to stop. Like, so many times you die at a boss, and it would be like, because I tried to get that one extra hit in before dodging, and you're like, yeah. why did you do that? Just take your time. Just yeah. take your fucking time. <laughs> and I know it's very similar with Hades, and I think, like, I don't know, I feel like I really accomplished something beating Death's Door, and I feel like now I can, like, take that on to other games, like... Hades, and then maybe I could build myself up to like a Demon Souls one day, or a Bloodborne, or a, a big boy game. <laughs> big boy game. <laughs> so yeah, there we have it. Our top five picks of the year. 
13 in total since we all had Forza for number four. That was the only one that we all had. Yeah. Other than that, we'd all chose a completely different top five. Yeah. Just oh, shows you. Great. Like, look at the diversity here. <laughs> yeah. It'd be quite interesting if, uh, if the listeners would tweet us with their top five. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll do that. See if there's much diversity in the. Yeah, well, I mean, the plan. So the plan for next week, I think we spoke about this kind of briefly, but next week we are going to take a preview of twenty twenty two, but also we want predictions for twenty twenty two. So we will have a couple of predictions. We'll think about that throughout the week, but we want everyone to get in touch with what your predictions are. They yeah. can be what's going to be delayed. Let's exactly, be aye. <laughs> so they can be series predictions. They can be draft predictions. Give us any of your predictions, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll read them out and we'll have our own as well. As as well as I look forward to the year, which I mean, twenty twenty two is looking like a belter of a year. Um, so yeah, get in touch with your predictions for next year and your top five games of this year, and we'll we'll go through that next week. Yeah. Um, and just on that note, um, we had a, a bit of feedback in from Flying Tackle who wrote in and said, just want to say a huge thank you to the Pure Dead team for all the laughs and surprising amount of useful info in 2021. I've got to be honest, I didn't expect much when I first started listening around episode 10, but it genuinely has, genuinely is a must listen for me and I look forward to each week. So keep it up and don't make an arse of it. Well, go back and listen to the nine other episodes. Let's be honest, we're going to make an arse of it. Yes, and just, I guess, on that note, to anyone who has listened to our podcast over the year, you know, even if you've only listened to a few, thank you. And to those who have shared and supported the podcast, written in questions, especially those that have led to create a new feature, aka Pure Did Love. Um, to everyone who's tagged us in tweets, just yeah, just thank you. Like it's definitely you're kind of the reason why we're doing this. Um, there's also so many publishers and PR teams to thank who are kind enough to send us copies of games to play and units to review it for you guys, so we can share our experiences. So thank you to all of them as well. To Get Well Gamers who run an amazing charity, which we're proud to support. You'll have heard their advert at the start of our episodes in the last month and we'll continue to work with and promote them in 2022. And, yeah. That's us. That's us for this year. Yep. See you See you in 2022. First year in the books. Completed it. In the bag. Platinum to 2021. (laughs) Survived the year. Yeah. Awesome. It does. Survived the year. Yeah. But yeah, thanks everyone, and we'll see you next year. Yeah, normally I say see you next week, but... No, next year. Next year! Fuck off. <laughs> the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast.